Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, fresh off the plane from Los Angeles, the great Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? Are you jet lagged? <laughs> I don't think I've even had time to get my head around <laughs> what time it is, where I am. I mean, this is about as, as fresh off the plane as I've ever been, I think. Um, uh, sort of driving straight from Terminal 5... Uh, I was so sleepy, I accidentally shoplifted a um, three-pound bottle oh, of water no. from Costas, so I'd like to apologise <sighs> to uh, Heathrow Terminal 5 Costas uh, for, for, for me stealing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh I literally don't know where I am. And, and we've not had... I've basically had a new puppy, and because the because uh, our old dog, or the dog we currently have, is quite reactive, um, there's kind of shared custody between my partner and her previous partner with, with Lola the dog. So... We've had an opportunity to sort of bed the new dog in, and then tomorrow we're going to sort of reunite the two. But I've been dealing with quite a small (laughs) puppy for about three weeks to a month. And Mm. Lola coming back, I've... Uh, this dog is massive now for me. Lola <laughs> you ride it is around. a big, gigantic dog, like proper, solid, big, chunky dog. And I'm like, and I had no uh, concept of Lola being large. Lola was always the smaller dog out of the other. T- you know, Buckley died last year. What so, breed like, is it? What breed? It's a border terrier, so they're, they're still quite small. Uh. But Lola uh, just seems absolutely massive right now because I've been dealing with a little pup pup for uh, for three weeks. It's very discombobulating, <laughs> Chris. It really is. So uh, yeah, it's um, so. So I've come home to a massive dog in my house, which I'm not used to. <laughs> <laughs> what a life. I was what so ridiculous. Life. When I messaged Pete earlier, he was like, yep, my plane's landing in a minute. And I just pictured this plane landing. Like Pete was like rushing through Terminal 5. Yeah. How did you steal the water, Pete? I, I How did just, it go I, down? Well, I, I, was, well, I, I mean, Theft. for one, I was discombobulated because um, very rarely Excuses. with British Airways, so certainly in a long haul, you know, 11 plus hour flight, you um, have to get the bus to the terminal. That's like... EasyJet style. That's like Luton Airport style. But no, that's pretty bad. Here in uh, yeah, yeah. So so we had to do that, and then I was a bit confused, and and I was just waiting in Costa for ages for them to serve 
people, and it was just like absolute, like they just didn't know what I'm they were waiting. doing. I'm and, and, I, it. and I think going from you know going, we'll talk about my LA um, exploits um, soon, no doubt. But um, going from Los Angeles service to uh, British service, it was really stark. It really was. There's two people really? on. In what way? They didn't really know what they were doing. There was queues all over the place that kind of snaked around the. But it was just a bit of a mess. And all I wanted was a Carol Macchiato. Didn't get one. So I just, got, I just got on the road, uh, but yeah, I'd shoplifted a bottle of water inexplicably. Um, so yeah, I've, you've got me banked <laughs> rights there, Costa. Um, and uh, I'll probably never be allowed in T4 again, T5 again. <laughs> Today I learned on the podcast it's all right to steal. It's all right to steal you if you're a bit tired. Lounge. Yeah, if you're a bit yeah. tired, it's fine. Yeah, just say, I'm What's just wrong? tired. I've got, you know, I Richard and Judy did it. <laughs> or just Richard, rather. A cheeky, yeah, a cheeky bit of jet lag. Yeah, cheeky it bit of jet lag. Turns into a shoplifting. Shoplifting, mate. <laughs> it's water. It's Mizu. Um, but yeah, I had a really good time in Los Angeles. I hate Los Angeles oh, as a city. Good. I think it's awful. I think it's a, it's a failed, United in that. failed city. Um, but the, um, the rest was white hot. Uh, one of the highlights was actually a Japanese uh, organisation by the name of uh, Joshi Pro. Is it Joshi Pro? Tokyo mm-hmm. Joshi or Joshi Tokyo. Um, J-O-S-H-I. If you are ever in the Tokyo area, if you're ever in uh, Japan uh, and you fancy a, a, an evening of, um, of wrestling, it's really, really fucking good. And, you know, they're, they're, it's an all-women promotion, basically, um, because, yeah, yeah. because the Japanese have weird fucking well, Joshi, Joshi means woman or girl. Does yeah. it? Right, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Joshi's right. girl. Yeah. Right. So, um, so they, um, so, so, like, for some reason, um, the big Japanese organizations don't really have a lot of women wrestling. You know, Mercedes Monet's kicking mm. on the kicking on the door a little bit uh, and extending their kind of um, female franchise out a little bit. But Joshi Pro, uh, I think it's the pro in there. But anyway, Joshi, uh, just a load of uh, lasses kicking ass, and and it's basically started <laughs> off. I'd seen some of their members in other shows earlier in the run because WrestleMania is just basically a week where there's just loads of different independent wrestling uh, companies and organizations mm-hmm. putting on. Shows shows in hotels there's one in the ukrainian center in like um just function rooms and stuff like that so it's, it's a really interesting like you know the indie stuff's probably more interesting than wrestlemania itself and so like they are um so, so i'd seen a couple of their acts wrestling in other shows little independent kind of like amalgam shows and i was a bit mm. like i was i was a bit like oh it's a bit kawaii it's a bit um you know, lasses in like Lolita cosplay and stuff. I just don't really vibe with that ever. Because I mean, look at me. I, I I look like a dodgy bloke at the best of times. <laughs> He's but, an old shoplifting man. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit too busy. I'm, I've got really into shoplifting. Um, but uh, <laughs> but watching their entire show with a room full of people who were really into Joshi, um, it was really really good stuff. And there was some there was a move that uh, one of them did. She sort of jumped in there. She was doing like a crossbody, but in the middle of the air, she, she just decided to do a spin, um, and it's called like oh, wow. the, the the swirling candy or something like that. So they've all got adorable fucking names and all that bollocks. But um, they are some hard hitting fucking good wrestlers uh, who are yeah, and, and and they were just and, and they were at WrestleCon, where it's, which is where you get to sort of meet and sort of um, take pictures and sign get signed stuff and and, and this and that uh, from them. Um, and so like whereas. 
and 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 they were they were really really popular it seems so yeah all good stuff go and see Joshi if you're in Tokyo uh, they got on the same they, they were at the airport at the same time as us I seem to recall so uh, they will be no doubt featuring in a match this very evening in Shibuya or Shinjuku oh, wow. or something because they because wrestlers they get worked fucking hard and and a lot of them and you could tell yeah, one yeah. one of the um, Maki Ito I think her name is yes Maki yeah Maki Makito um, she was um, one of the better ones sounds like a McDonald's fucking menu sounds like Macchiato doesn't it really Macchiato. I think it's Macchiato she was uh, one of the one of the main stars and she sort of comes out and um She's like a. I think she's, she used to be in an idol group, and she got kicked out of an idol group because she swore too much or something. I think that's the case. Sounds but now, awesome. yeah. But now she sort of comes out um, with dancers and uh, does like some kind of idol stuff, and then um, says and then says swear words. <laughs> it's quite good. It's quite good. Act. <laughs> a fallen like idol. Kind of idol. Yeah, it's good. The Natsuki Asso mm. of the, of the exactly of the yeah of the world. idol world. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to go and see it. Like, I have a friend in Osaka, Sean, who, uh, you know, is a big fan of it. And um, I think you met him when you came over. Yeah, he'll um, yeah. But I'd like, yeah, if when you do come over, we should go and see a game together, see a match. See a game. See a game. <laughs> see a, see a, game a match. Watch. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you, I'm older than you are. In, in my head, I think I'm like 20 <laughs> years older than you. Let's see one of these wrestling, <laughs> wrestling matches for the women who hit each other in the face. It's Hulk Hogan. It does sound good, <laughs> it does sound really cool oh what a lovely time meanwhile yeah. I've been in Tokyo Station I'm currently in Tokyo uh, in a nice little hotel room and uh, just had the worst meal ever I had like a Vietnamese dinner mm. and Vietnamese food in Japan is usually not that bad but this place the beef came out on a skewer mm. and I bit into it and I just got it all stuck in my teeth it was this really chewy right. tough fucking like hard as a leather Tough boot beef <laughs> and it was so bad and right. the food had no flavour and it was very dry and I've just spent all day filming in a van in Mount Fuji mm. and I was <laughs> looking forward to dinner but God forbid that that beef honestly because been... I eat yakitori so often I'm used to good yakitori right and this beef needed like a laser cutter to get through the damn stuff <laughs> have, um, you, have you been asking um, chat GBT to f- come up with ideas for uh, videos and they, they've got you just go to Mount Fuji in a van and then eat bad Vietnamese <laughs> food <laughs> not that does sound it. quite good actually yeah it does sound quite good <laughs> chat GPT take abroad Japan in some interesting direction <laughs> um, yeah no I saw Mount Fuji though it's a, it's a revelation it's a, a miracle look at this photo uh you can see it on twitter guys me in some mud looking at mount fuji yeah i, I couldn't Look figure out I couldn't, the, the, the perspective looks like you're kind of like being swung around but it seems you're also are you sort of around. lying down lying down I was on this rocks. lake uh Lake Motosu, where they... If you look at a thousand yen bill, that's where mm. the Mount Fuji picture comes from. There's a little right. picture of Mount Fuji on the thousand yen bill, and they took it there, and I wanted to recreate it, but it meant I had to lay down in a pile of, like, muddy beach water <laughs> and on my stomach and take the shot. But I got it, and that's all that matters. And take loads of people, shot. annoyingly, on Twitter are like, it's green screen, Chris photoshopped it. Yeah, no, no, and that's luckily... A that's a shit. Uh, my my camera assistant Paul took a behind the scenes photo from a distance like 500 metres away right and you can see me just in the in the comments below this really like depressing angle of me just on the beach alone face down trying to take a selfie yeah. <laughs> so to I mean, non-believers I mean, I mean those can be there, those can out. be faked as well that's all I'm saying guys we so. can fake it all yeah we can fake it all <laughs> I've uh, I've actually been playing around with this um, AI generated artwork creative software called Mid Journey mm. um, which is insane and mm. you know it's, it's a it's a scary thing I, if I was an artist right now I'd be a little bit worried I don't think it will entirely replace 
kind of artists um because mid-journey you just sort of say i want a japanese man sitting at a desk looking like a yakuza over neo tokyo you hit Mm. enter three seconds later bang you've got like the most amazing artwork you've ever seen um but it's kind of like very random generated it's good for like lighting and understanding the lighting composition but i've still hired a concept artist from fiverr no expense bad uh to to do like the proper real thing Mm. and i can like use that ai generated stuff like like a mood board yeah yeah so i don't think it's going to completely replace artists just yet but yeah i I get why there's uh, a lot of change coming but especially mid-journey really really cool well especially because a lot of the um data that just got scrubbed off the internet i mean we didn't give them permission to do any of that so if you if you're an artist and and it's producing works of art uh, based on your art style uh, yeah you've got every right to be fucking annoyed yeah exactly and I'd, and that's why I, I wouldn't publish this stuff publicly or mm. use it for monetization. It's more just like if you look at this photo, here's one I got. I don't know if you can see this, Pete. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just like a cyberpunky esque image there. Um, Man, nice and court. it's really good to look at that and know the composition and lighting. So if I was to go out and film it right now, mm. I could work out what lighting I would need where and whatnot. So, right. yeah, lots of potential there. But no, I, I don't want it to eat into the pockets of decent artists working hard. And so I make sure. Or I even terrible ones. Still hire them. <laughs> yeah, or even bad ones. Yeah, I know. I've just hired someone on Fiverr to draw something I've, I want to do, and um, yeah, really, really looking forward to seeing how it pans out. To be honest, Fiverr's still pretty good. Yeah, wasn't a Fiverr though. It's three hundred and fifty dollars, and there's no. going to be a twenty percent tip probably. But still, it's a steal. It's a steal. <laughs> anyway, Fiverr aside, we've got a story this week from Oscar. Who begins? Hello, Chris and Pete. In 2019, on my second time in Japan with my mum to Japan for a two-week trip, uh, I went off on my own for a day, and our story starts at the old Sega building in Akihabara. I remember sitting down at some kind of racing game machine and putting my bum bag that I bought uh, with my containing my passport, phone, pocket Wi-Fi, power bank, and maybe a thousand yen next to me, just out of my field of view. I guess I was a bit careless, but I thought Japan is one of the safest countries in the world, so what's (laughs) the worst that could happen? I think we know where this is going. After I finished playing the game, I noticed my bag was gone. I searched all over, but no trace of it. After that, I ran to the nearby police station and was trying to explain in broken Japanese that my bag was stolen. Uh, My kuro, a.k.a. bagu, was stolen. That's that's what Oscar wrote, not me. (laughs) Uh, They filed a report, but they couldn't really help me. After leaving the police station, I had to find my way back to our hotel somewhere in Shinjuku, which was a little bit difficult to find without Google Maps. But after some searching, I did find it eventually. My mum wasn't too happy about the situation either, but I explained to her that we can track my iPhone using the iPad I brought with me, thankfully. Ah, Oh, God, he's going to lose his iPad as well. (laughs) This is a nightmare. Yeah, I dropped it in the toilet. Uh, so we head out on a mission. Oh, Act Three, Act Three. Oh, hello. This is the yeah. we head out on the mission to find my stolen bag. After arriving at the location, it seemed like the phone was inside a construction site. Oh, but after God. looking for it, we couldn't find it. We no. then went into a nearby arcade, and suddenly the Wi-Fi network of the pocket Wi-Fi appeared on my iPad. <gasps> we tried to get as close as possible to where there was good reception to the Wi-Fi, but we still couldn't find it. There was no one to ask at the counter inside the arcade. If it was found. So my mum just straight up went behind the counter, opened the closet, and there it was, my bag. Whoa. Probably left by the thieves at a different arcade. <laughs> and to my surprise, the only things that were missing were the thousand yen. Everything else was there like nothing had happened at all. And I woke up and it was all a dream. Sincerely, <laughs> Oscar. <laughs> no, that's quite weird though. What the hell happened there? I mean What's like I mean hypothesis? the excitement of sort of seeing blip. 
oh my goodness, the Wi-Fi has picked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, we picked up the Wi-Fi. That's incredible. It's coming closer. Yeah, it's like it, they're in the fucking walls. It's on top ah. of us. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Like what? A, what an exciting thought, adventure. And also, like not an adventure where you have to confront anyone. It was in a cupboard. What's that about? It's in a cupboard. Whose cupboard was it? I, w- I won't lie, as I read that, my mind was racing. Mm. Um, I've just had a coffee, and my imagination's yeah. roaring. And I just pictured, like, it was in a Yakuza den. I yeah. went in with guns in hand. I said, give me the bag, and everyone walks out alive. Like, <laughs> but no, it's in a cupboard, and his mum nicked it back. Yeah. So, there you go. Job done. <laughs> Good old what mum, <laughs> taking on the Yakuza. That's uh, the moral of the story. Always take your mum to Japan. Yeah. She'll get the job done. Good. But uh, good. That's a relief, Oscar. Well done. Glad uh, there was a happy ending. And you only lost <laughs> a few thousand yen uh, along the way. But what is the story of this week? Mr. Donaldson, what's going on in Japan to be excited about now? Loads of stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant, Pete. He's the best. He's the best. We're, the familiar, we're familiar with the uh, Japanese Penis Festival, aren't we, Chris? It's, it's a thing that gets oh, featured quite a festival. lot on these uh, videos. Chris Stark from Radio 1, I don't remember he did a, uh, He got an half an hour documentary on BBC Two about that fucking thing. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> big Penis Festival happens in um, Kanagawa. Uh, the penis uh, basically is at the um, centre of the uh, Kanamara Matsuri, the <laughs> Festival of the Steel Phallus, which which uh, ranks as one of uh, Japan's uh, most bizarre festivals. And the story behind it is rather strange. Um, oh, God. <laughs> according to legend, a demon once sought revenge on a woman who rejected him by taking up residence inside her vagina and biting down on her husband's penis so that she was unable to procreate. In order to solve the problem, the woman paid a blacksmith to create a steel phallus to break the demon's teeth, which he did, ultimately restoring her fertility. A unique... Wow. Uh, ancient uh, version of toxic masculinity. <laughs> I'm going to haunt your vagina if you don't go out with me. Fucking hell. Andrew Tate. <laughs> Break um, the demon's teeth. Exactly. Yeah. Um, however, there is one penis that the <laughs> Kanayama Shrine wants to distance itself from, as it's a mascot that many are mistakenly thinking is an official one related to the shrine. There is a penis not welcome at Japan's Penis Festival, for crying out loud. Oh, my God. As of March 2023, says the Kanayama Shrine, there are no official mascot characters for our Kanamara Festival. We do not officially recognise the costume mascot called Gachachin, which has been treated as an official mascot on the internet in any way whatsoever. The maker of the costume performed without permission, but took the costume off in the end, so the shrine discarded it. A man turned up, pretended to be the mascot of the penis festival, a big penis, but they're saying... This ain't our penis. This ain't it. We don't have a mascot. So stop thinking this penis mascot has anything to do with us. <laughs> <laughs> have you looked up... Ga- I just looked up Gatchachin. It's mm. a cross between an owl, an E.T. and a penis. Yeah. And it's re- look, it, look it up. Google it right now. And right, get ready. Yeah, put your seatbelt on. Gatchachin. Which just Gacha sounds chin. like... Gacha machine meets... Yeah. Chi- like penis in Japanese. Chin, right. uh, like uh, chin chin, right? Chin chin, right, okay. Um, uh, I feel very sheepish talking about such things. But, like, everyone loves this festival. I think Joey, the anime man, went there and did a video about it. I don't know how to broach that as a video because surely that's an, inter- an instant sort of demonetization, part of the reason. Yeah. I've never gotten there. Um, oh, you oh know, it's God, nice he's to- horrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Catch your chin. Yeah, I see. <laughs> he's jet lagged. He's just come back. He's robbed a store, and now he's looking at Gacha Chin in the face. Mm. Et meets Pete. It's it's really quite bad. Wow, it does yeah, look it, like it is E.T. a bit Et. Wrong. I mean, I, I would say 
you've you're already made of a big penis with big <laughs> veins on it. We didn't need penises for hands. We just didn't need the penises for hands. And the teeth. Why has it got big, <laughs> big fucking beaver teeth? Oh uh, lordy, goodness me! But look it up, guys. Yeah. This is what the internet was made for. Gacha chin. G a c h a c h i n. Watch it or look at it when you're not at work. It's very much uh, not suitable for work item. Yeah. Uh, Et meets Pornhub. But like, yeah. I mean, I I really should go to this penis festival at some point. I get whenever it wraps around every year, it comes around. I get bombarded with people telling me to go and look at it. Mm. I don't know if I want to stand amidst fifty thousand people gazing. That's such a bizarre thing. Mm. You know, it's just... Again? I don't know how I feel about it. Toxic homophobia. <laughs> just don't want to look at men's wangers. <laughs> oh, God. You're the worst. There's always some sort of What's wrong with it? With you, look it? at the penis, uh, Chris. Look at it. You rotter. It's like children having fucking penis ice cream. Like, this is not right. This, yeah. this is well, such look, a messed up festival. Just, Chris, it's just a body. It's just a body, mate. Right. And they're just doing it to, right. to, to let everyone know about that men have wangers. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Well, it's what it is all about. There you go. It is held on April second, so held, thank God I've held missed the penis. It. Hold the penis. To... Not too tight now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to wait another year oh, to go and see it. Gutted. What a terrible shame. Pluck up the Good courage. <laughs> no. We'll be back in just a moment, guys. We have stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine with Pete, the criminal penis. mastermind. I'll steal your penis. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with the fax machine, and that's going to be an amazing soundbite. The last line of the last bit. <laughs> uh, what's going on this week? What have we got from our stories? Listeners, fax machine. Yeah. Go, Mr. Dawson. Yeah. What lies within? Yeah. James and Phoenix, which is a fantastic uh, set of names. Uh, hi there, Chris. Huge fan of the podcast and channel. Wanted to ask you uh, what your opinion is on the difficulty of getting a long-term visa as a freelance worker and whether you think Japan should uh, introduce an easier visa to obtain given the dropping population and economic issues. Thanks, James and Phoenix. A lot of, uh, lot of um, politicians have been making a uh, positive noises about this. I don't know. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah, they've been making kind of positive noises <laughs> about this whole situation that they should be doing this have sort of they? thing. Yeah, they have been, but I right. mean, they're not going to do it, are they? Because it's Japan, isn't it? <laughs> well, Abe Shinzo, mm. uh, years ago, when he was Prime Minister, back before... When he was alive. ...he'd been assassinated, mm. uh, he was very much sort of trying to change things and sort of improve it. Um, but, you know, most Japanese people are actually kind of against it. Right. Um, but... Credit where it's due to him, I think he did actually do a little bit of an all right job trying to increase numbers and and sort of boost numbers. I'm not sure, but I remember reading that there needed to be something like 250,000 uh, people moving to Japan every year to offset the plummeting population. I do I think see. it's still quite tough to get a long-term visa in Japan. I don't have one. I'm working on it. I could probably apply for one now after a decade. Um, but it is tough, yeah. And mm. um, they have a, system, a point system. If you have a degree in like engineering or your PhD, you can get a lot of points very easily and get your way in. Um, they love highly skilled workers. Uh, that's the way to do it. Um, but, yeah, I do think it should be easier. I do think it mm. should be easier to get a visa in Japan mm. in all likelihood. But um, we're not there just yet. No. And I hate talking about visas. It's a very... It's boring just, it's thing. Lot, yeah, there's a lot of... hate visas, of... even though they're essential and they're very important. And it's, I've got to do mine soon so that's yeah. going to be something to look forward to yeah, it's a lot, after of, it's a lot of messing around a lot of filling forms and stuff it's very stressful isn't it very very stressful indeed it is although the good thing is living in Sendai it was always really easy because there's like a room um, a really nice room and nobody's ever in there because no foreigners want to live in Sendai and then you go to Tokyo and it's like mm. you have to queue for like two hours and it's like a battleground in Shinagawa um mm. Looking forward to that, but I move. But until then, we've got a question from uh, Desiree. He says, hello, Pimento Pete and Teresa Chris. My name's Desiree and I'm from Massachusetts. My partner and I recently watched a video series from another well-known YouTube travel vlogging couple who recently travelled to Japan. They were repeatedly told off for not wearing correct footwear in, oh. uh, at, a, at an inn uh, and insulted a specialty food in front of the chef. What is your opinion on travellers or even on YouTubers who do not research on culture ahead of their trip? In your opinion, what are the top three Japanese cultural faux pas for tourists to educate themselves on ahead of their trip? Thank you, guys. All the best. Desiree, I want to know who this is. Who is it? Spoilers. I've no Uh, idea. Can't help. Desiree was very diplomatic. Mm. Didn't didn't say who it was. Um, I mean, wearing correct footwear at an inn? How could you screw that up? I'm, I'm guessing they must have worn their their shoes on the tatami or something, right? 
Yeah. Which is oh, a one, big no. I want shoes that just say, fuck you, innkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> or worn, was it the chocolate cake shoes that Benjamin Netanyahu served to Shinzo Abe? Yes, Remember possibly. That? The chocolate yeah. shoes or Cakey chocolate shoe, boots? shoe cake. Yeah. I mean, number one faux pas, it's, yeah, it's footwear indoors because mm. of cleanliness, because of damage to things like uh, tatami mats. Yeah. Uh, what are the other two, Pete? Or the two biggest faux pas? Chopsticks, probably sticking them upwards in rice, dicking about with chopsticks. Being probably sick. one. <laughs> Being sick all over the Being floor. Sick on, on the, the train. floor and stamping in and going, line. I live for this. Yeah, all that. <laughs> shoplifting water, shoplifting. Shoplifting water. Yeah. I mean, yeah, don't shoplift... Yeah, I mean, don't don't let Pete Donaldson into don't your country. <laughs> no, that's that's the first way. <laughs> um, yeah, chopsticks, shoes, and I don't know really. What else did they do? Uh, what? How did they insult the specialty food? I don't know. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what that was. Squid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it specialty is. A, it is, is a. Well, it is a big deal to um, like. In Japan, they take food etiquette very seriously, mm. and even if you don't like something, sort of be polite about it and be like, "Oh, you know, it's, it's Ooh, a bit not my it. thing." Don't be like, "Oh my god, I'm sick of it. Disgusting. It's fucking awful." <laughs> like, yeah, the chef will be mortified, right? right. Uh, it's it's. You, I've never seen like a Japanese person actively sort of say, "Oh, I didn't like this." Yeah, <laughs> to a chef, uh, they'd be I like thrown like out on the street. <laughs> it's really like extremely rude, um, <laughs> even though. I just went to the worst restaurant I've been to in the last five years with this chiselled, like, beef that's like a leather boot and rice that was, like, awful. And You're spoiled, sunshine. Crap. I ate fucking... What's that horrible oh, no. uh, American brand that everyone hates? Um, uh, Chinese Hershey's. Panda. No, the Chinese Panda oh. uh, place, Panda Express or something, uh, the, the Chinese right, right, right. food that everyone eats at the airport and then goes, ugh, disgusting. Like, I ate some pretty rotten beef there. <laughs> 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 it's just like they clearly cook these skewers really fast. Like you know when you just cook a, you know when you cook a skewer. Oh, you've been there. You've yeah, I've always, I was. Mean, I'm 24 seven. I'm a skewer day. boy. I'm, exactly. I've got the skills of the skewers, baby. You got to cook it slow on a charcoal yeah. grill, very meticulously. Keep yeah. the juices locked in. Keep it tender. Juices. This then slaps you down and like fucking. I always talk about juice, no, you just... dirty boy. All right, all right. Fill the bag. I'll take you to this restaurant next time you come over. And you can see <laughs> okay. how many hours it takes you to get the beef out of your teeth, as juicy. I just did. I got one last one here from Justin. He says, "Hello, Chris and Pete. My yeah. wife and I are planning to spend a few days exploring the Nakasendo Trail uh, oh. with towns like Tsumago, Magome, and some others, and are curious about the best method of a transportation through the area. Is it easy to travel through the area via train or rent a car? Keep up the great content, Justin. Well, Justin." Last time I checked, there ain't no train down the Nekasendo Trail. Oh, dear. It's a trail. Uh, but there is a car. You can drive there. And uh, when I did it, I did rent a car. Um, but you're supposed to walk it. You're supposed to hike the whole thing. And I wish I had, but we only had two days. Um, so rent a car or walk it if you've got, like, five days. Yeah. Um, but it's a beautiful area, and I'd love to go back. Like, it, uh, we went, we started in... Uh, Naraijuku, which is quite nice. But I think it was Sumago Magome that really stole my heart. But you can check that video out over on Abroad in Japan. We've got it all there. Uh, for now, though, guys, keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Abroad in Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do all over again. But for now, no matter where you are, out there in the big wide world, don't steal and have yourself a great few days. We'll be back right here to do it all over again on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Bye for now. You can do it if you want. <laughs> oh, no.
Japan is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com